Hey, podcast listeners, it's Mike. You know, for a while doing this podcast, I've honestly felt like a little bit of a fake. Not that I was intentionally trying to be a fake or anything like that, but just that, you know how when you're driving a car and you keep your eyes off the road for a little bit and maybe your wheel is just tilted slightly? And after a while, though, if you go enough distance, you realize that you're starting to run a tire off of the road. Or if you draw a long line and you think it's nice and straight, but then you realize that you started off and you started to curve a little bit. And if you don't course correct, eventually it gets quite a ways off. Well, lately, that's kind of how I felt about the podcast. I felt like I've been a little bit nudged off of the path of where I wanted to be going. And I was headed in the wrong direction. So if you've been listening for a while, you know that I've made changes throughout the time that I've been doing the podcast. And most recently, I committed to doing some branding exercises with my sister-in-law, Grace. And so Grace has a lot of experience doing this. Uh, She works in marketing. Uh, She's consulted with clients about their branding and and how to uh, promote their branding through their websites and things like that. So she was kind enough to offer it to me for free as a birthday present to go through some branding exercises. So the timing was great. And I thought, what the heck? Why not? I'll, I'll try it out. Let's see what happens. The results were actually really surprising. That's what I want to share with you today is kind of my experience with it, what it was like, what, was, what were the exercises that we did. Um, I'll share just kind of my personal stuff that I um, found out through it, uh, which is hard for me because I don't like being transparent about that stuff, but I think it's important. I think it's important to share that and to give you a chance to hear what it's like to go through it yourself. So um, that's what I want to talk about. Uh, to be honest, though, it it was really uncomfortable. What we did was we met at a coffee shop. And going into it, I was already a little bit apprehensive about it because even though it was my sister-in-law, I didn't want to look like an idiot. And I kind of felt like I should be more prepared and I should have these canned answers that I was going to be able to give her when she said things like, why do you do what you do? I felt like I should have a really pithy one-liner like most businesses have or, you know, something like that. Unfortunately, I just was coming up with nothing as I thought about it, you know, in the days leading up to talking to her. I just just honestly could not think of good things about why I was doing this podcast, who was it for. I felt like I was pretty lost with that. But at the same time, it did make me realize that, man, I really do need to do these branding exercises because I I need this and I need to refine what I'm doing and have a sharper vision on it. The other thing that uh, made it a little awkward is we decided to meet at a uh, local, I guess it's a coffee shop. It's kind of a... uh, place where they make desserts, but they also make sandwiches and coffee and all sorts of stuff. It's called Lucette Grace, downtown Raleigh. If you're in the Raleigh area, highly recommend it. It's a cool place, but um, it was crowded. It was on a Saturday afternoon, so there were people coming in and out. There were people sitting next to us, rotating out. There were some weird people. Some people were sleeping on their table, but uh, when you're doing branding exercises like I was, um, you're talking about pretty personal stuff and you're talking about kind of your hopes and your dreams and your vision for what you're doing. And so having just random people sitting there and you know that feeling you get when people are obviously listening, they're obviously eavesdropping and they're kind of looking at your table and seeing what you're doing on the paper. And uh, it just felt horribly awkward for me. And maybe that's just me because I, I want people to like me and I don't want people to think I'm weird sometimes, but um, it was awkward, but totally worth it. And so I wanted to just share some of the stuff that uh, we did because I thought it was really valuable. So the first thing Believe it or not, Grace actually printed some stuff. I can't tell you the last time I printed a piece of paper, but Grace was prepared. So uh, she printed it. The first thing uh, that she had me walk through was uh, just a simple three-question exercise on a piece of paper. Uh, So the questions were, who are you, what do you do, and why does it matter? So those sound really simple. I mean, those are really things you could just think of yourself. Uh, But 
uh, as I'll say with several of these things as I go through them, uh, it really was helpful to talk it through with someone else because I couldn't just give half answers. I had to explain myself when she didn't understand something. I had to tell her what I really meant by it and clarify. And I had to be really thoughtful about what I was saying as I wrote it down. There was really something about taking a pen and writing it on the paper that made it real, a lot more real than the times where I'd just been driving around thinking about it or walking the dog and, and trying to think. So what I obviously for Who Are You? I said the Upload Podcast. Um, you know, honestly, for me, I, I feel like the Upload Podcast is not it's not a career thing. It's not like something that I'm looking to make this podcast uh, my end-all be-all or my identity or my brand or something like that, but definitely just one part of it, right? Like someone, maybe you have a blog or uh, you're really into Instagram and you share that way. To me, uh, this podcast is a hobby. It's something that I really enjoy. I think it's fun. Uh, I like sharing with people. I like creating it. I like being involved with technology and and being up on an up-and-coming industry, uh, something that's really taking off. If you haven't noticed, podcasting is really growing as an industry, as a media form, uh, exponentially in all sorts of ways. There's the variety and the amount of stuff that's out there is just incredible. Uh, whereas if you looked back about five years ago, hardly anybody had ever listened to a podcast. So I like being part of that. I like being part of something that's new. Um, so who am I? Technically, in this case, I'm the Upload Podcast. Uh, what do I do? So this one I wrote out and actually... Funny enough, I really haven't changed this one much. So one theme as I share this stuff is you'll notice that I, afterwards I probably went back and changed a lot of it. This one I didn't. Uh, so I said, I learn new things, apply them in unique ways, and share them for like-minded creatives. Sounds pretty simple. To me, that's actually kind of dense. Um, and I'll just talk through a couple of those things. So for me, as I was thinking through that, and Grace highlighted a few pieces, so this is why it's, it's important to have uh, someone work through it with you is that some of the words stood out to her. So she highlighted them and asked me what I meant by them. So I learned new things. For me, I am insanely curious. I always want to learn new things, but I'm not the type of person who just wants to know anything about everything. I have specific areas that I'm interested in. For example, uh, one area I'm interested in is behavioral economics. You've probably heard me talk about people like Richard Thaler and, and um, talk about the book uh, Thinking Fast and Slow. Stuff that normal people probably don't care that much about, but to me, it's interesting. And what I've found is that when I pursue these areas of interest for me, I find a lot of application to my own life and to people around me that they probably wouldn't notice and I wouldn't have normally thought of if I just stayed with uh, kind of pop culture or things like that. So uh, I like to learn new things. I like to explore certain areas. And uh, part of the exercises I wrote out what those areas were. I like to apply them in unique ways. So I like to take things that are part of someone else's industry, the music industry, the arts, um, even something like manufacturing. I like to take principles and best practices and see how would those apply to my situation, to my job at work, to my career, to my hobbies, to the volunteer things that I do. I like to try to take concepts and best practices and principles from other areas and apply them to new things. And then finally, I like to share with like-minded creatives. It's just part of who I am. Um, I work in learning and development, uh, which is training uh, for a lot of people. Uh, but what I do is I, I create learning experiences for people. That's my job. And it, it's very involved in what all that means and how I'll, I do all that. But the bottom line is almost everybody who's in my field in, in learning and development, we're in it because we like helping people. I mean, I always hear that. Whenever I do an interview, if the person is applying for a job in learning and development 
and they don't say that they like to help people, that's a red flag to me because that's just kind of who we are. So that's who I am as a person. I like to share stuff. So I like to learn new things. I like to apply them. And then when I apply it and when I learn these new things, I want to share them. So that's part of what I am uh, in doing through the, the Upload podcast is learning, applying, and then wanting to share it out. And why does it matter? Honestly, I still go back to uh, what I did in the trailer of the very first podcast where I explained that I got frustrated because a lot of the stuff out there for people like me who consider consider myself creative, and maybe I'm not a creative in the way that some people think of, like being an artist or a musician, that type of thing, but I, I don't think creativity is that narrow. So I still consider myself a creative, but just in a different way. Uh, my forms of expression are different. My ways of problem solving are different, but I'm still a creative. But what I found was a lot of the stuff that was out there for creatives was either sleazy or totally impractical. And so by sleazy, I mean that it was stuff that's just about how to monetize. If you've ever read a lot of blogs, you'll start to see this monetize word come up all the time, or it was just about how you can get the most followers and the most likes and all this stuff. And what I found was a lot of these experts were basically just people telling other people how to be who they were trying to be. So they weren't really an expert in anything. They were just selling stuff to people who were desperate for likes and and desperate for stuff. So uh, that was part of it. And then the other, the impractical part, there are plenty of people out there who write books and blogs and things like that where they just get so in the clouds with the stuff that they're talking about, there's no way you would ever apply it to your life. And so I found those two extremes all over the place. And so I saw a need. I saw a gap somewhere in the middle there of taking things that are practical and applying them so that people can yes, earn money. And yes, if that's what they're looking for, they can have some revenue on stuff, but that they could also uh, express themselves and be creative and see a combination between those two. So as I wrote that down, uh, as part of the branding exercise, Grace was, she jumped all over that. So she jumped all over and she made me pause on that and talked about how um, she really saw me as a unique person because I consider myself a creative when I'm really not in most people's eyes, but I'm really a businessman who happens to be very interested in creative stuff. And so I kind of stand in this weird, awkward middle area. So that was really cool to hear from her because I think I felt that and I knew that and that's part of what was attracting me to this stuff. But um, I hadn't really verbalized it that way. So that was the first branding exercise. Um, That one took about 15 to 20 minutes. Like I said, it was awkward at first, especially talking through that stuff in front of people. Um, The second one she did was even more awkward. Um, you might've heard of this one before, but it's called the obituary exercise. So this one's simple again, it's just some, uh, instructions on the page and then you just fill it out. If you Google, uh, obituary exercise, you'll find plenty of examples of it. You could follow yourself too. Uh, but this one was imagine 25 years from now, the upload podcast has stopped recording, write an obituary for the podcast, recap what made it special, what it accomplished and tell the world, uh, tell why the world will miss it. So for me, I, I just... I guess in some ways I had never thought about the podcast continuing for 25 years. Um, in some ways I was like, well, <laughs> I don't know what the podcast would be about 25 years from now. So it took me a while to get started. I did a, a bunch of outlining on the back of the page. And by outlining, I just mean writing down words that were coming to mind and and trying to find uh, relationships between them. I, that's how I tend to think. I tend to think through outlines and through writing a lot of words. And so what I came up with, I won't share the whole thing, but uh, one of the parts I wanted to call out was um, at the end, I said, uh, with his fresh perspective on work and the meaning behind it, Mike educated and equipped creatives to bridge the gap between revenue and expression. So 
a lot packed in there again, but it was helpful for me to think through this and to really see these themes come out. But the one thing that really came out was I do feel like I have a fresh perspective on work. So if I talked about how um, I really like to learn new things from different industries and then apply them in unique ways. So that gives me a fresh perspective. And the the part that jumped out to me is I said work, and I didn't say entrepreneurship or freelancing. And I know if you've listened to the podcast, you know that's a big theme of what I focused on. That's part of where I started to not feel very authentic uh, because I'm not an entrepreneur. Yes, I'm doing a podcast, but I'm not making any money off of this, and nor is it really my goal to make a bunch of money off of this. So I'm not really a creative entrepreneur. I'm honestly not a freelancer. Uh, part of that's just because of where I work. Um, that's generally frowned upon unless I, I had a special agreement to do it. And uh, I guess you could call this a side hustle, but I have never really been the type that actively pursued side hustles either. So while I'm interested in those things, and while I think the things that I learn and share have a lot of application for those areas, I started to feel like I was avoiding who I really am, which is I'm a career person. I work for a corporation. I have been very successful working for a corporation as a career person. I enjoy it and I would recommend it to a lot of people. So why not talk about that? Um, So that really came out to me as I was doing this part of the exercises. Why am I not talking to the people who probably would relate the most to me? And yes, entrepreneurs and freelancers and side hustlers, there's lots of application there too. But uh, one of my primary audiences should probably be people who are like me, people who uh, are working on their career and working on trying to improve themselves in the job that they have. Uh, So that came out in that part of it, uh, the educated and equipped, that just kind of goes along with the why do I do what I do part. And then uh, the revenue and expression. Again, there's that uh, kind of spectrum of what I would consider sleazy versus impractical. So the revenue part and the just blanket expression, I just do this for fun. I just put out whatever I want, who cares what everyone thinks about it. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I think there is a middle ground for a lot of people. That's what they're looking for. And then finally, uh, the last real branding exercise that we did, uh, which was probably the most difficult one of all of them, and Grace said this is actually the one that's hardest for pretty much everybody when they do it, uh, it's called the onlyness exercise. Uh, from what I could tell online, this um, seems to be have created by a guy named Marty New- Newmeyer. Uh, he wrote a book called Zag. And the example you see when you look it up online and stuff like that a lot is like Cirque du Soleil. So Cirque du Soleil is the only circus without animals. Or some people say the only circus that combines acrobatics and theater. So the point is that you put it into that framework for a sentence that the upload podcast is the only blank that blank. And that is surprisingly hard. Maybe it's not for you. Maybe you are an entrepreneur and you've really figured this out and you have a niche. But I would uh, bet that most of you probably haven't if you're like me. And especially if you're a career person like I am, you, you probably haven't even thought about that with your own career. Um, that's something I want to think more about is what defines me and what makes me unique? What could my onlyness statement be as an employee? Uh, what value do I bring to my department, to my employer? Um, and how can I define that in an, in an onlyness statement? Imagine if you went to a job interview with that. And you were able to say, hey, let me tell you about who I am. And you come with some of this branding exercise and stuff. I think it would knock people's socks off. I know if I was interviewing someone and they were really prepared and had this type of stuff, um, I'd be blown away. So I struggled with this one. And uh, I'm not even going to read what I wrote down uh, while I was talking to Grace because I I don't think I really hit the mark with it. And I I just kept thinking about it afterwards and and wanting to come back with, with something else. So 
what I ended up with, and I think I'm still working on this. I, I don't think this one is one that I'm decided on, but I said, I'm the only podcaster who shares as a guide in the first person. So I don't know. I, have, I really haven't researched this to find out if it's true, if I'm the only one who does this, but the only one I know of who does this. Let's, let's say that's fair enough. Uh, so what I mean by that is I'm the only person doing a podcast, and this is where I'm starting to refine who I want to be who shares, so there's that part again, that I, I want to learn with a purpose. I want to learn and apply uh, and then share it and then be generous with what I'm learning and not just hold it in, but share it with other people. Uh, who shares as a guide. Uh, I kept playing around with the word Sherpa, but I realized that some people probably actually associate that with the Tibetan folks who uh, help people up the mountain. So I didn't really want to go down that route, but guide seems to, to fit as well uh, in the first person. So the guide part to me... Uh, you could sub in early adopter um, or uh, mentor or some, you know, something along those lines. And then in the first person, uh, that gets at what I've really struggled with and I've tried to do but have not felt good about as I've been doing the podcast, which is I've tried to stay to sharing stuff about how I'm experiencing it and how it's affecting me and not get overly... Uh, serious about stuff where I feel like I'm trying to teach other people, like where I just read a book and then I'm teaching the book to someone. So that's not really what I do, want to do with this podcast. I just want to share what my experiences are, what I'm learning, and then what I think other people could learn from it as well. And I don't want to get here and try and do these lectures as if I'm some sort of expert that I'm not. And again, being inauthentic. And I really hate those people online. I don't hate the people, but I hate what they're doing. I hate when someone has no business being an expert in leadership, and yet they're sharing all these leadership principles as if they're some sort of guru. And I'm like, dude, you've never even led a department before. You've never even led an organization and somehow you're a leadership expert. That's like somebody being a parenting expert and they've never had a kid. It's just crazy, right? So that's, I don't want to be that person. I absolutely do not want to be that person. So I want to share as a guide, as someone who uh, adopts things early, who goes first, who tries out new things. If you're watching this online right now, you know that I'm uh, doing a live broadcast on Facebook. This is my third one. Uh, a lot of you probably have never even done a live broadcast. That's cool. But this is just the type of person I am. I like to try out new things, even if it's embarrassing and I do it stupid like I did the first couple of times. Um, this time I've tried by turning the uh, camera portrait instead of landscape just to see if I like it, see, see what it's like, see what it, what's different. That's the type of person I am. I'm the type of person that likes to jump in there and go first. When there's a new software available at work, I raise my hand and say, I want to try it. I want to learn it and figure it out. And uh, that's part of my brand. And so I need to embrace that. So that's why I wanted to put that as part of my onlyness statement. That's what I'm getting at with guide. And then the first person is, is sharing it. So um, just checking time here. I know I'm getting a little long, so I'll just save the, uh, the final thing that we did for a future episode. But it has to do with using um, these Venn diagrams to outline things to talk about and then to find unique connections between topics. So I'll share that in a future episode. I think that'll be uh, something cool to go over that I'm learning and actually using. So I'm going to try to use that for um, the episodes. But just to kind of wrap up, I went through those exercises and I just kept thinking more and more. And, and the, um, the takeaway that Grace had for me was to go home and to write my mission and vision statement. So vision statement being who do I want to become or what do I want this podcast to become in the future? And then the mission statement of uh, what do I do? What do I do today that's leading towards that mission statement? So I think the the mission statement I actually already wrote out and uh, it took me a while to figure that out, but that was basically the what do you do part of the first exercise. 
So I highly recommend that. If you're looking for a vision statement, I think uh, doing that, who are you, what do you do, and why does it matter, will help you define the, the mission statement. So really, my mission statement is I learn new things, apply them in unique ways, and share them for like-minded creatives. Probably need to fix that. If you have any advice on mission statements, I'd love to hear it, but uh, I, I am going to talk with Grace about that and refine it some more. The vision statement, though, uh, didn't come to me till later. I just really struggled with that one. But I think what I realized was I kept thinking of the vision statement as more of what I would do at work, which is focusing on the customer. And so my audience and, and who do I want my audience to be and who do I want um, you know, to benefit from this podcast? What I realized was the vision statement in this case, at least for now, uh, really needs to be about me and about what I'm trying to do and, and what I'm trying to learn, especially if this is going to be a, uh, a first person type podcast. Um, so for me, uh, just being honest, one of the reasons I do this podcast and the things that I do is um, I want to be a thought leader. And uh, this is an area that I'll explore uh, more in a future episode, but in the area of what I call vocation. So vocation, um, you could look it up and it means a lot of different things. I have a specific meaning for what I think of when I say vocation. And that's actually something that I want to share in future episodes. And working through this vision statement really helped me think of it. So just to kind of wrap things up, what I'm planning to do as far as next steps are, like I said, Grace gave me that step of working through mission statement and vision. So I'm going to talk to her about that and uh, I'm going to review my mission statement and vision statement, see what she says. I'll come back in the next episode and, and tell you how that goes and what changes that I had. Um, the other thing I'm going to do is I'm going to explore new approaches with this Venn diagram thing that I talked about. And uh, I'm going to look to try to try out some new things. I might do some mini seasons of the podcast where I focus on a certain theme for like five or six episodes and just release that as a as a package season. Um, I might start doing more of a combination of podcasts and mini blogs and some live videos that aren't the actual um, the podcast itself. So um, look for that in the future. I'm going to try out new things and hopefully you can learn some things as I stumble along and, and try things out. So I see uh, on live video here, Matt Dion. Hey, buddy. I see that comment. I appreciate it. Um, appreciate anyone who wants to jump on live and uh, and say, I know I look amazing. Thank you. Thank you. That's the kind of encouragement I need when I'm doing these live videos is Matt Dion coming on and telling me I look amazing. You're the best, buddy. Um, so as far as just wrapping it up with a, a quick call to action, what I would say to you is, you know, if you're wondering how you can apply this is, like I said, these aren't um, rocket science here. You could work through these on your own and get some benefit. I think you would benefit even more from working through them with somebody and going through these branding exercises. Um, and like I said, this could benefit you as just in your career, uh, just as you're trying to define who you are as an employee. I would do them for that. You don't have to be a business to work through branding. Personal branding is a huge thing too. So um, work through them yourself. If you want to work through an expert, I highly recommend Grace Flack. Uh, you can find her online. Her blog um, is thinkfruitful.com, just one word, thinkfruitful.com. Uh, you can find her on Facebook as well. Just search for Think Fruitful. And uh, I'm sure if you reached out to her, uh, she would love to charge a fee and walk through that with you. So there you go, Grace. You're welcome. But I, it would be well worth it. Uh, whatever she charges, I would highly recommend uh, going through to do that. So that's it for this week, though. Uh, I will wrap it up there. And uh, I hope to hear from you. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to put them on the Facebook page. Just search for the Upload Podcast. Uh, or you can always go to my website, mikegrozier.com. Until next time, though, I hope you join me and move from dreaming to doing. <laughs>